Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to Uploaded, the podcast that asks you the hard-hitting questions like, which Sonic character would you boink? And would you let them dom or be a sub for you? Uh, uh, Sod already we're not- knows my answer, which is practically everyone, actually, for real. Right. All works. All the all the Sonic characters this would do. Not vector. Vectors are fucking weird. Is that the fucking crocodile? Or yeah, I don't know. Uh, like I can I can get that, but you would charm me the bee. So we can confirm no. that. Oh, mate, actually, maybe if I was drunk. <laughs> Welcome again to the fucking dumbest tech podcast. I used to say because it's like, I guess, like a quarter is actually about technology and the rest is like some random bullshit. I mean, the the, the technology element is the loose, loose framework that just allows us to riff and talk random nonsense. Yeah. It is the very loosest of frameworks. Loosest of frameworks. Yes, like how Sonic Ellis wants his Sonic characters. He wants them nice and tight. Who would not want that, though? Yeah, Who mean, likes, like, throwing a hot dog in a tunnel? That's not fair, good. Uh, fair point, but in my mind, there's a difference between what's it, air quotes, tight and, you know, like, standard, you know? <laughs> okay I did not think of it that way yeah. Okay So days of the anything good to count, comment upon Just recently IRL It was a pancake Tuesday So I just went to the store and bought like a bunch of pre-made pancakes They were rather delicious That's a little holiday pancake we have Like an island Tuesday. in the UK Really? Yep, yep. It's not like a bank holiday or anything, you know, where you get the day off work. But you go oh. your way to buy, like, pancakes and have them. It's all fun. Why not make them yourself, though? Because they didn't have any, like, the inter- instant mix there in the shop, and I wasn't going to be bothered to buy all uh, the ingredients uh, to make one uh, batter. Uh, how hard is it to make pancake batter? Not incredibly hard, but it's also that expensive to get, like, all the resources for one, and then I have to, like, make multiple things of pancakes over the upcoming days, like, use up the stuff. Like, we, yeah, like, because we all do now, get, like, a pre-made uh, mix. We just all add know some if you have flour, it, it will go bad within two, two days of opening it. But it's like, I don't use flour for anything else. And if I don't st- use it regularly or quickly, I'm going to forget it's even there and, and it will go it, bad. Why not? Because the only thing I would be cooking is pancakes, and I only get like a mix of that once a week for things on Saturdays. A habit I formed when Crunchyroll was like regularly releasing some good stuff on a Saturday, and now it's like, oh, yeah, all our dubs are going to be off for two weeks because I don't know, maybe one of the people was sick. We're not going to tell you in the app itself on the website, you know, make the user base informed of what's going on behind the scenes that could be causing delays. We'll just leave you guessing in the dark. Again, if somebody was sick, like, I hope there wasn't anything serious and they got better, wasn't a huge hassle for them. But, yeah, it's I'm real annoyed at Crunchyroll. Just, like, waiting two weeks on dubs here. Just don't watch anime. Just don't do it. Cringe. Did not say Cringe. that. Cringe. Cringe. 
Why is that? Is that the cringe alert? Yes. How are you doing that every time some dumb shit happens? No, just for you, Silas. Just okay. for you. That sucks. That's not good. <laughs> well, we have a few that are actually good, so I don't care about those. Okay. There's one that the Americans should probably take to their hearts. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> Which is World Thinking Day. Because of you, ironic. I think Americans are stupid. Why ironic? And now, again, like you were saying, if I'm an American, Americans can be very stupid at times. But <laughs> yeah. also, go tell that to, like, I don't know, the far right people. And like, oh, yes, like we share common culture, you know? Unlike the other people in our country, it's like, Americans are stupid, lol. <laughs> it's it's like the biggest divide, like like races over America, like referring to Europe as like a united whole. And it's like, oh my god, certainly isn't, even with the European Union. And also, like we think Americans like are quite stupid at times, you know. It just constantly undermines the logic, but they never, never embrace that fact. They will just learn it, forget it, and learn it again, and forget it again. Good lord. Well, World Thinking Day is celebrated each year by girl guides and girl scouts across the world of, on the 22nd of February. Okay. And what, really? What is this? Thinking Funny. Day originated from a desire by the girl guides and girl scouts mm-hmm. to dedicate a day to thinking about and appreciating the global spread of these movements. That's a lot more boring than I thought. I guess it's like, what's it, something of a feminist holiday then? You know, like promoting... Go. Yeah, just... Oh, God, it's we're recording super late. Each well, like, year, the theme for Thinking Day changes. This year, the theme is diversity, equity, and inclusion. Yeah, like I was saying, you know, just venting progressive no, causes in, with, under holiday, under ho- a holiday, that with a more benign title, you know? But just this time, next year, it's going to be about making pancakes from scratch. What was last year's uh, thinking day all about? No idea. It's National Pink Day. Oh, no. The pink slip. Hmm. I don't know what this is. National Pink Day. (laughs) I don't know if we should talk about that something about bullying at schools i mean it's bad it's really bad that is not good i don't like that in 2022 the theme of world linger day is our world our equal future and it'll be a chance to learn about how girls and young women will be affected by environmental yeah like i was saying just kind of a aggressive feminist thing with a more benign title so people don't go shit over it once a year (laughs) You know, get the so the Americans making... don't hate it. <laughs> yep. Yeah. It's also I can't, national. I can't... It's clever of them. You got to give them that. It's thinking like okay, day. yeah, thinking day. Like who's gonna get into the weeds on that title? Damn, and they're like gonna take are thinking of us now too. At a certain point, Silas, that might actually become racist for <laughs> you to do against the Americans. Hopefully, that would be. I would, I would do it more then. 
Because not only would it upset Americans, but everyone else as well who thinks it's racist. I mean, at a certain point, at a certain point, it has to be. Well, as much it is, it is fun to punch. As up long at them. as some fucker whose whose grandma once visited Germany considers himself being German, even though he's born in Buffalo, I yep. think I can do some fucking weird accent once a podcast episode. Again, I was saying if it, was, if it becomes a recurring pattern at some point. Uh, Anyhow. National the, Walking hmm? the Dog Day. Okay, kink pride, okay. Why? It was a pet plate. No. <laughs> the okay. defeated side. Well, how am I supposed to? My, I look at this, I'm like, oh, cool. It's people going out with their dogs. And you have some weird shit in your mind again. I mean, not again. It is always with me. It keeps me warm in the darkest of nights. The origins of National Walking the Dog Day are a bit obscure. Presumably, it was started by an animal lover. Or maybe it was the, dog itself, the, the dogs themselves that got together and decided they needed a way of getting us humans off the couch and on the end of a lead. Easy. Whoever started it, this is an easy day to take part in. Make sure you have suitable clothing and footwear for the conditions. <laughs> <laughs> Grab your mobile phone and a bottle of water, some plastic bags for picking up, you know what, and away you go. The great thing about walking dogs is that you can do, all, you can do it almost anywhere. Down. I mean, the you police will have it, a word to say about it. You can, you can do it almost anywhere. Down the street, in the park, on the beach. The possibilities are endless. <laughs> the exercise is good for you and for the dog. And since dogs are very social animals, you'll meet other owners too. No dog? Borrow one from a neighbor and go walking. <laughs> Start swinging. <laughs> uh, oh my god. <laughs> it paid off. It paid off so well. Oh my god! There are oh. many reasons why national. I can't keep reading this. My face hurts from smiling. <laughs> there are many reasons why National Walking the Dog Day is something you should embrace. The most important one is that a daily walking routine will keep both you and your pet healthy. Dogs need exercise so that they can still stay healthy and maintain the correct weight. Same goes for humans. I'm so glad I made that joke at the beginning. You'll be able to experience new environments together, and these moments should be cherished. It helps your dog to be a good canine as well. <laughs> so they will become better socialized. Uh... You can also look at... At different ways you can improve your walk. For example, it is important to make sure you and your dog are both safe while enjoying your dog walks. Mm. There are a number of different ways you can do this. For example, you should make sure you stay in public areas that are well lit, as well as wearing uh. reflective and brightly colored clothing. Make sure your dog wears brightly colored leashes and collars. You heard, you heard the article. Don't go with the black latex like your average pleb. 
Go for red, purple, you also, pink. You also need to make sure that you keep your dog safe and comfortable. You should ensure your dog is cool or warm enough, especially if they are old, young, or have a specific condition, such as arthritis. I mean, that's true. <laughs> and make sure there's no armor leg binders dog. if they got arthritis. Good to know. Well, what else is there? There also is one left, which is National Margarita Day, but that's not funny. Yeah, people getting drunk. What about the good ones you didn't want to read? Like any, what? Just rapid fire them off. That is well for the, for today. That is all of them. But then next to tomorrow, it is mm -hmm. International Dog Biscuit Appreciation Day. Oh god, that feels like such a phasing. But I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna go any farther than that. What else is there? Mm. Nothing. Not nothing. That's actually funny. It's just like boring no, like, things. Everything's rapid fire. Rapid fire them off. Let me see if I can do anything. With National them. Chili Day. Spicy. I I have not eaten chili in a very long time. Next. National Banana Bread Day. Well, I mean, how are you going to use it for anything inappropriate after you baked it into the bread? Like it's just bread. Then moving on. Next. National Toast Day. Ooh, toast is nice. It is actually a weirdly nice snack. Either dry, if you just kind of need something to set the stomach, or buttering it. I do like to butter them on both sides. It's, like, so good. Okay, next. Next, next. N National Tartar Sauce Day. Never had next. Non-food related. Overseas NHS Workers Day. Sorry, hold on. Non-food? Okay. That feels like non -food. something I have a Oh, non-food. Okay. And it's various workers, they are getting a raw deal in England at the moment. Not exactly funny. No, that we could joke about that, except F the current government. For, like, being in charge for, like, the last 10 to 15 years, based on what I'm remembering, and just kind of slowly driving it into the ground. Yay. Okay, next, if there's anything. There's two left. I mean, Tata Sauce and NHS Day, they were for Friday already as well. Friday. Mm-hmm. The 10th of March, weirdly enough. I have top picks now, okay. National Ranch Day. I've never been a big fan of ranch dressing. Other people are going to enjoy it, you know. know I'm what basic. That is. I don't even think that exists, and that's fine. I don't need yep. to know what that is. Next. Red Nose Day. Why is it that as soon as I heard that, I was thinking of just like all the, what's it, uh, lewd jokes and what's it, lewd art about Rudolph the Red, no red Nose Reindeer. Yeah, well. Anyway, Red Nose Day is like a fundraiser day for the, what's in mm -hmm. Children's Hospital in the N NHS, you know? For a lot of things, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I just kind of nice Charity. Day. Charity. Just recently as well, it was the one-year anniversary of the war in Ukraine, so if you have some means, and give, give some money to, like, you know, either what's it, the, you know... Defense forces, or what's it like, you know, those protecting, aiming out civilians over in Ukraine. And then, if you have any money left over after that, after you've given some to them, give me some money via Patreon or what's it to Streamlabs. It's a plethora of ways you can find on my link tree. It would be appreciated. Anywho, okay, that's it for days of the year. Do you want to go over what's it? <laughs> Rapid fire, what's it thing section? There we are. Well, Everybody knows about this. Susan, whatever her name is, her last name is Wichiski, Wichiki, Wichiki. 
I think it's kind of a Polish name, but I'm not sure. No clue. No she clue. She has left or is leaving. I don't know if it's happened yet. She's leaving the YouTube CEO position. And a lot of people yep. are happy because a lot of people don't like what happened under her leadership. I- Again, it was like a. There was some good improvements, but like also things that could have done a, a lot faster. A good example is just giving community posts access to everybody. It's like. Why did you restrict that for so long? It's most helpful for a channel that is currently growing and trying to build something, as opposed to the more established ones. Hell, most of them forget it's even a feature they can do. That's great. You know, it's a bunch of stuff like that, and the more corporate nature of YouTube, she did help institute, you know, as opposed to being what's it creator-friendly. It's like how we used to have what's it, Genesequa, the YouTube V-Lines, and now it's like, oh, Here's just a list of statistics for like a year that nobody's going to bother talking about after like the next year. That's, you know, sad, sad. I don't think she did a bad job because I think under her leadership, YouTube made a profit the first time ever. Don't get me wrong. If she did a bad job, the thing would be in the ground dead. Yeah, if she did a bad job, nobody would make YouTube content for a living now. And all the creator companies and creators would not work anymore. It's just like, again, a person can do a decent or good job, but also still get a lot of things wrong and and have valid criticism thrown at them, you know? The thing that most people don't actually look at, though, is who is now the head of YouTube, which is... Will be or the, is currently, yeah. The dude who advocated for removal of dislikes and who wanted yep. to integrate so NFT dumb. technology into YouTube. Indian-American guy, mm. which is very cool, because all of the tech companies are Indian-American-led now, seemingly, which I think that's rather interesting. I don't care about people's race, but that's an interesting trend. I have no idea why that is the case. Maybe there's a reason. Probably not. Maybe it's just a Uh, coincidence. Anywho. So, what's this about Sonic? Yeah. I think last episode, maybe. Mm -hmm. Zord pressured me into watching a Sonic. Sonic Prime? That's what it's called. And it was and good. because I was sick and I couldn't go to work, mm-hmm. the first day I didn't do anything, but then the second day I actually did watch Sonic Prime on my laptop. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure about it. <laughs> I liked it, but it doesn't feel like a very, I don't know, like a very good show to me. Well, give it a minute. Mainly, because it's like because it's doing that Netflix thing of splitting up a season into multiple other seasons. Not because of that. I had this feeling, I mean, I'm not going to talk about the, the story very much, but like okay. the way that it's structured to me, it felt like every second episode, it starts again from the beginning and no progress is made. None at all. And I, well, I found mean, that very quite, annoying. I will say that's fair, but keep in mind, we're only up to like episode Eight in like a twenty episode season that's been split apart. Well, twenty four, I should say. If it does go to the standard route, we can't be sure of that now. But still, 
like it does make sense. Plus, he was like adapting more and more to like being in different environments and just kind of learning how to do with it. And well, so like setting up and establishing all these places, which still left unresolved stories, like with, with Knuckles in the pirate world. We're going to be like revisiting those down the line and interweaving them. So that will be interesting to see. For me, the one I hated the most was like the plant world with like thorn, Thorny Rose was just like super yes. dumb and like oh well they they just like are eating a lot of the fruit she ha- if they had shown like what's the other the other tribe members like exhausting and over depleting land that's one thing if they had actually shown that but it was just like oh they're just eating a lot and then she just basically tries to go well not sc- scorched earth but you know just let everyone else die off and what's it uh, lets the plants overgrow to abundance. But if anyone didn't know this back in like prehistoric times, when trees were actually able to get like to the size we see there or bigger, there was way too much oxygen in the environment and things would just randomly combust. On top of that, <laughs> all the plant life underneath the trees would certainly die off because they it was the tree, the foliage on the trees was so thick, it looked like night underneath them. Nothing else but the trees would be alive. That wouldn't be a healthy, diverse ecosystem at all. Like, if anything, the world would just probably set itself alight at like the one single lightning bolt because of all the dead mulch underneath the trees. Oh, uh, it's a, a lot so more dumb. into detail than I wanted to go. <laughs> I know, I know, but, but like also, it's so dumb. But, you spend so many episodes there, and it's but, like eco-terrorism, but it's like not even for a good cause. It's like, oh my god, a child's view on the whole subject. That was my least favorite. Same. What same. is it called? Shadow World or something? Uh, well, yeah. But let's, yeah, multi-alternate world. It's yeah. like if they could have done it a lot more nuanced, you know? So far, they just made the villagers out to be the bad guys, but it's like... They didn't. They didn't do enough to actually show them exhausting the land. You know, over overusing resources. They were just like enjoying a lot of food, I guess. And like for some reason, that causes Thorny to just snap and like say, "Hey, you all just starve and die off now," which is okay. Again, it also doesn't help with what's it. There only being the same like five people you can have shown in the multiverse. Oh my god, I my favorite was like New York City, but because well, there was other people there. But that's what it is. It's a, the same characters, but different timelines. I know, but like... You gotta what, what, do, what, like, what, not have Sonic characters. Oh look, it's completely no, you, brand new people. But the, there's like way more characters, like Mangle from like Sonic Boom. She would have been perfect in the K-Men era to have her show up there. Well, the, the, that's one what me, people would know her most from. You know, the games and the TV show. She is a Sonic character, but like, you know. But yeah, she would have been perfect in that time and subbed that out for like, I don't know what's it. Actually, it's a thing. Like, Knuckles behaves most like her. What do you even mean? Hold on, let me pull it up. I may be getting her name wrong. Tangle Do you mean Tangle from the comics? No, no, that's somebody else. Uh, That's someone else, yeah. Do you mean Sticks? Sticks, there we are, thank Sonic you. Sonic Boom, actually? Okay. Yes, that that's the one. That That's the one. Sticks, the, the badge or whatever it was. <laughs> okay, sorry. 
Uh, I've, I typed Tangle into Bing, and it says right here, you may also like Horny the Cat. Uh-huh. I think Instead that's Honey, mis- actually. Misspelling of Honey. Yes. Why does also, it have an R there? Because people are horny for Sonic characters. Horny Anyhow. the Cat. Honey. Anyhow, like, Knuckles behaves exactly like but, sticks, you know? Like, you could have easily just swapped them out and it would have been all the better. You could have had, like, Blaze the Cat feature in the What's It, What's it Waterworld situation. That would have been nice. And there's, like, so many characters. Like, the the ones from What's It, the Sonic Riders skateboard thing. Could have had some of them feature in What's It, the New York City or What's It. Uh, but that's that, not the, what the they wanted others. to do other satyrms but yeah it would have been so much better i'm saying it's better if they had done that what they wanted to do is lesser than what uh, they could have done I don't because know eventually it's just like the same character swapped in and about every time and sometimes you could do something interesting like nines but again just having like a one one or two characters from the expanded sonic universe appear in these ultimate timelines would have been more interesting you know but then you have to come up with a story for why they are there. Oh, you don't. It's alternate realities. You well, just have yeah. them pop in. You know? It would be interesting. It's not like they're in the main song timeline where he, oh, well, it could be, you know, before he shatters everything, but just not in his life. We don't need that explained. It's the multiverse, baby. Just throw sticks into the caveman era. She fits right in. Maybe. Well, why don't you go write for Man of Action or whoever came up with the ideas? I would gladly. Get a job. I would gladly. With them. Anywho. Or send them an email. Hey, I, my other I think point, my other mm-hmm. point why I probably don't like it that much is because I know that I'm not going to watch the second season, so I hate fucking shows that just end. Without conclusions. But the, that's the problem, though. It's not the second season. It's, the, it's still the same season. It's just they they this, they either going to arbitrarily batches different seasons to the detriment of the show, or they're just going to be releasing, what's it, a second batch of episodes without like informing the audience. If they had just released it episodically, it would have been so much better. Yeah, they would have had more time. It would have been had more what to stay in the cultures. I get that is a criticism of Netflix a lot lately, and just not releasing things episodically because yes. people can then binge down the line if they want to. And like compared to She Hulk, what's it that had so much more of a a spotlight on it? You know, it was in the limelight for so much longer compared to like other shows. Also, it just buys more time because, like, okay, it's been so long since like Sonic Prime had finished. Whereas, if it had been released episodically, that's like two months of it coming out, and then an after period of people binging. That which then means like you have more time or a shorter break between the two batches. It's a it's a whole thing. It's a whole dumb thing with Netflix. Anywho, okay, let's go on to a Shadow. I presume not the Hedgehog. Oh, you could use it, though, to look at the hedgehog. I mean, I know you'd like to. (laughs) Because it's just, I don't need to do that. I have a regular computer and phone and a VR headset. Oh, my. How naughty. only used for Beat Saber, actually. Um, (laughs) Yes, beating your saber, I know, to shadow. (laughs) No, 
No, no, that's not true. Uh... You might think that's true, but I've not done that. So the thing is, that's a cloud PC, basically. You get a PC in like a data center and then you connect to it in like a video stream thing. It's pretty cool, but it has a few problems. I've been having email conversations with them, and I'm, I think mm. I'm going to make a review about it on my YouTube channel as well. One of the things, number one, first problem, I don't know why. When I make the video in full screen mode, which you want to do, because then you can have, have it run at the full resolution of your screen, and then the pixels should line up perfectly, and it shouldn't look blurry or bad, but it does for some reason. So another different issue. The main issue is, for some reason, when, when it's in full screen mode, the mouse pointer is not where the mouse pointer is. <laughs> and it took me a few like seconds to figure this out. So you try to click on something, and it's like clicking on something to the right of it, which is dumb. Oh. Sometimes I've found, depending on the resolution, it looks really horrible because you're looking at a live stream a video live stream essentially of whatever is on screen at shadow's headquarters um sometimes it will just like pause for a second and then wait and then you'll quickly see all the images all the frames that you would have seen in that uh, second you've seen that phenomenon at some point Yo, At yeah. 1440p, for some reason for me, Shadow does that constantly. Ooh. And I think, actually, that's what it... Well, I'm not sure if that's what it was in the, in the Sonic Colors clip that I posted and sent to Sod, because I saw that same issue on my laptop, which was not using Shadow at the time, so maybe that's mm -hmm. just a crap game combined with Shadow being not good. Another thing that it m might bother me the most is... I have a capture card, right? Because I do streams, and I have a media mm -hmm. live game HD two. When you have, when you are running Shadow, it gives you a little pop up message at the top saying, "Oh, there's a new microphone available now. Do you want to use it?" Okay, that's fair. That's good. The problem is there's a notification saying there's a new audio source. Ava Media capture card, and the message does not go away ever. Oh. It goes away for a split second and immediately pops up again. In any other program, you would have a button that says don't ask again, like in Discord. Discord oh. does the same oh. thing. It just shows up again and again and again. I think that's a Linux related thing because of the way Linux works, because we have hot plugging. You can just Amazing. pull out. Your graphic, well, not your graphics card, but you can unplug the 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 capture card and plug something else in, like a sound card or something. Probably, I don't know, a USB controller card, and it will just work. On Windows, I think that would just crash. So I think what's happening is Linux is like, okay, the capture card is not used. Let's see if it's still in there. Okay, it's still unused. Let's see if it's still in there. And again and again and again, because it's checking if you've put in something new, which is good. That's how it's supposed to work, because it has hot plugging support. Yeah, but Shadow doesn't have a button that says, don't ask again. And all the things that have been suggested to me have not worked. There's a USB forwarding thing where you can 
plug in a USB device and give that to your shadow PC. That is not turned on. Not turned on. It's just purely an audio thing. And now mm. the suggestion from shadow support currently is that I should just go to device manager or whatever my equivalent is on my operating system, mm-hmm. which on Linux is a command line. We don't ha- seem to have something that works exactly like device manager. And I should just disable the capture card when I want to use my Shannon PC. That oh. is not a good solution, people. I am not going to turn off my hardware because you don't have a button that says don't ask again. I'm sorry. I'm not going to do that. That combined with the other thing that I said, like, oh, I can't full screen it unless I'm using a controller because it doesn't matter when you use a controller in a game, right? Because it's not a mouse pointer. (laughs) Yeah, the latency thing I want to put, not the latency, the stutteriness and freezes at higher resolutions and higher frame rates. That's kind of disappointing. I have to try it on my Windows laptop or my laptop that also still has Windows on it (laughs) until it gets deleted. Maybe it works Mm -hmm. better there, but at least if you want to get a shadow thing to run Windows apps on a powerful computer because you run Linux or a Mac, then I don't know if I can fully suggest it. I don't know yet. I'll have to find out more. It's really annoying. It's really annoying. I I need to get a new capture card as well, one that doesn't mess up, because it happens occasionally on my screen where it will just die, and if I don't plug it out and give it a second to wait, it will just force my PC to restart if I keep trying to deactivate and reactivate it. That ain't great. Really weird. Yep. Yep, definitely need a new one. Any good recommendations for something a bit more powerful, like with a built-in bulk to it, you know? Something something that has its own amount of RAM that's decent enough to handle its own things. That would be great. Um, not a live game HD2. <laughs> I have enough critique of that thing as well. Yeah, so any recommendations for those listening or from you, Cyrus? Huge help. And yeah, you have one more thing. Genesis Aquar, but uh, I yeah. feel like I, I want to get to mine quickly. Sure, you can do yours. Yeah, just wanted to be real happy about growth on my YouTube channel. Since I got this new PC and been working on the new workflow, I have seen some pretty steady, consistent growth, which I am happy with. We're now up to like 280. Would be very nice if I could get a, a big bump and maybe before the end of February or the start of March. Get up to 300, which would be very nice. And also on the other one, which I got a lot of videos on back end for, I gotta start releasing those. We're up to 60. So, yeah, some follows over there would be amazing. Especially because, like, 300, that's three tenths of the way. But just the start of the year, I was below, what's it, 200. So, yeah, like, I'd be very happy to, like, get to 1,000 at some point this year on one of the channels to, and get monetized. That would be just world-changing for me. So, yeah. And speaking of the gaming channel, recently started playing What's It Genesis Core, Mario Galaxies, but oh boy, am I going through that at quite a pace. Clearing through a biome, like, once a stream, there's only, like, three of them left now. Not gonna, I don't think I'm gonna go for every star, just get, like, everyone with every biome before you unlock Luigi to play through the game again. But to that extent, I gotta pick on a What's It replacement for What's It Mario Galaxies at some point. 
So, yeah, and join the Discord server so you can vote on what will be your placing and throw out suggestions. Silas, you'll want to pay attention in there, because you can expect Salt Colors Ultimate to be on the poll. Mm. Yeah, you looking forward to it? No, because it's not the Wii version. I know, I know, I know. It's bothering me, it's not good. What's what's so bad about it? You still have the original music. What what else is bad about the ultimate? The graphics version? are. It looks like a GameCube game. The ultimate version. It looks a lot worse. Like actually. Okay. The one I'm... good thing is that it has a higher resolution. That's it. Everything else is essentially uh, worse. I, I could see that. Yeah. The goddamn. I, I, I really like the reflections. The the uh, what is it called? The cutscenes look so bad. They used machine learning AI shit before oh, it was good. That's bad. That's the, bad. The, instead of taking the postage stamp quality of the Wii, and now it just looks like someone just poured water over it, and now it's in 4K or something. That that probably is going to be really bad. Not good. Yeah, looking. it's like what's it the GTA trilogy thing that used AI to try and upscale things so it got a bunch of stuff wrong and made it look horrible in certain well, cutscenes. thankfully they didn't do that to models and other textures and stuff just for the, as far as yeah. I remember, the just for the cutscenes, which can work very well, upscaling things, but uh, I, not whatever they used. I feel like for cutscenes that requires like a, a re-render, you know? You know, like, reframing everything for, like, the, you know, wider screen format and higher resolution, and re-rendering it, you know? It should require some amount of work in order to justify Genesis Quart charging, like, what was it, another $40 for the release? The name Ultimate. Yep. Yep. If you're going to be doing that... I would have been fine if they would have just called it Sonic Colors PC version or something like that. Whatever. That would have been fine. Don't call it Ultimate if it's not actually better. Noticeably worse, yeah. (laughs) It's like the opposite of the... the, What is it? The the Metroid Prime remaster. That's the best remaster that I've seen in a long time. Yeah. Yeah, that... I would throw that on there, but I'm going to need like somebody to gift it to me or something. I have like a wish list for Amazon. I'm going to be throwing it onto Linktree now as well. And Link it's like, three. yep, it's just going to be a yeah. On the, It's on the throne, on the Linktree. I would like to play through Metroid Prime and the original Metroid games. I got to throw up some of the, well, no, the expansion pass. I have to be sure I want to start covering into that stuff before I like up, go to the expansion pass of them. Um, like Genesequa. How much was it again per year? Like 60 bucks? I don't know. It was like an absurd amount for basically getting access to all the retro games they're refusing to sell anywhere else. I swear to God, if they don't carry over the Nintendo Switch Online Library or whatever they call that to whatever is the successor to Nintendo Switch. I feel like I that is a big problem with so Nintendo, mad. Like So mad. Like, right now, I think they just need to do Switch to Electric Boogaloo and just kind of fall in line with the other ones. Because I am so effing over all this gimmick nonsense. Because, like, no Why? one's... Because no one actually designs for it outside of Nintendo themselves. The things they do design for it are just, like, 
meh at best. What do you mean the gimmick, he thinks? That the Switch is a hybrid system? No, like, that's fine. I'm talking about, like, oh, tilt controls. Oh, you know? Like the oh microphone stuff for the switch, that's gonna be fun, isn't it? And it's like, oh well now I just have to use a tilt control and like awkwardly use it. Uh no one else designs for it outside of them, which means like there's never anything really good with it. It's just very frustrating. The switch actually being portable perfectly fine. I believe I said this before. Up the physical console itself, better resolution, bigger screen, bigger body, bigger controls. But, like, still designed for things to be portable. But, Genesacra, the actual dock you put it into has hardware that combines with the Switch to increase its output and thus be able to stream bigger games and have ports that only, like, maybe docked only. But it's a lot better than this, like, horribly downscaled stuff or what's it, the streamed online stuff that always has hiccups. That. Having it be playable and docked only would be so much better for like a lot of things like Control or the Witcher series or Red Dead Redemption, you know? So they can actually get ported over there. Because like, right now, out of the three consoles I have, it's the newer ones I'm using the most for like even older games because it's just more compatible, can do better things with it. I streamed what's it the what's it OG Psychonauts on the Series X and it looked amazing because some of its lighting effects still carried into the game as well. And it was amazing. I was like, I just don't trust the Switch with like that kind of output unless it's like specifically crafted by Nintendo. Because they know how best to work with the system. It's just Oh my god. Just just stick with the Switch make the actual thing itself better, and actually, you know, put some hardware into the dock to help boost the performance of it for, like, docked-only games, which are your big Red Deads. I think they should put it in the the Switch itself. Well, I'm saying, like, they should update the Switch so it can perform more, you know, with their own stuff, like the bigger indie games, don't get me wrong, but, like, things like Control or Red Dead Redemption, there's only so much you can do with that with still being portable and not, like, draining the battery life. I feel okay with some of those being, like, docked on the games, and at least it's there for people. Whereas now, all you can do but with Control is play it come, online. Yeah, but that doesn't come from only the, the, the technology being in the dock. You can just not allow the game to run in portable mode. What I'm saying is, like, update it so, like, the Switch can do more, but then, like, also there is, like, hardware in the dark that would put it on par with, like, the other big release games. Sorry, consoles, like the PS4, PS5, and Series X, you know? It puts it on par with that while the Switch still being portable and what's it, you know, decent performance when portable. I think doubling the parts literally is a good idea. I mean, there's, I mean, it's with. like it's there's only so much. There's only so much Genesequa they can put into the thing with it still being portable, limiting like how much improvements they can. I mean, make technically, with it. if it if they use Thunderbolt, if they put Thunderbolt on it, they can just use the same tech that laptops have with external GPUs. That could actually work and not be stupid. Yeah. But I think think that's a good solution. You still need. A GPU that's in the Switch itself. 
I know. I don't know. I know. Maybe. Like you do need that for it being portable, but like there are reasons why we are not engineers. Just before we should have started recording, I noticed that I got access to the new machine learning powered Bing based on Prometheus model, which is kind of the same thing as OpenAI Chat GPT, but different, not the same. I like it. I really like it. He was having a lot of fun. I will say we did some quick searches on myself via the two names, Sod Passion Gaming and Sod Passion Projects. Pretty accurate stuff. The games have pulled up about what I streamed. I feel like the least niche thing it pulled up was what's it Hades, because I did do a long run of that back in the day in season one. But then it was like, oh, here's Fall Guys, what you did, like one or two streams of it, like way back at the beginning of your channel. Minecraft, you did one stream of this, and Paladins, also one stream of this. But it also is like very accurate about like, oh yeah, talking about giving your opinions, does also does a podcast without like it being directly mentioned on either what's it the channels, you know? So that's neat. And yeah, it still was nice nice to know like, oh, it did was actually able to accurately pull up something. The only thing I will say is like in all the searches it did pull up about us. It did not mention the fairy thing. So that's weird. Like, it's intrinsically tied to both channels and my brand. But it does not mention it. So... Hmm. Also, we- weird side thing about not mentioning fairy. For some reason, what's it... For a while there, fairy or fairy fandom as a ta- hashtag on TikTok just wasn't working. I have no idea why. But it's back now, so yay. Anyhow, on with what's it, your thoughts about the rest of the chat box? I've been trying to get it to say something about uploaded, but it doesn't actually, it doesn't get it. It's getting, it's, it's too focused on the words tech news, and it's just bringing up other tech news podcasts that are actually good. Well, I mean, just try searching for uploaded podcast. I did, and then it just goes to how to upload a podcast. Well, let's show, okay. Uploaded podcast. I have a few other points, but I just want to see this. I found some results for uploaded podcast. Uploaded the Asian American movement. Really? I should. Oh. Maybe we need to change our names for this show, the real thing. And then there's Upload VR, a podcast that covers latest news about virtual on, and augmented reality. And then Upload Podcast, a podcast that features interviews with successful online entrepreneurs. That's not, no, not correct. But anyways, I have been playing around with it a lot because naturally Sod was late for the what do you mean? recordings. I, I told you I was going to be a half hour. I that didn't just true. show up late. But just I, because I'm late when I someone... Ch- I'm- I'm late when I just show up at 30 minutes late without informing you. I shifted the recording time. That's, Those okay. are two different that, things. I guess that's true, but that's still not perfect. That's better than not showing up at all. And leaving you wait he for like He shifted the podcast recording 30 minutes late, and I was very happy because that I could play around with it because I just found out I had it. I've typed in many, many things. 
So one of the first things that naturally I typed in, by the way, I changed my Twitter handle to Silas on Linux, like the YouTube channel. They get it. I still need to change it in the link tree. That's fine. So I typed in Silas on Linux into the chat thing. And then it said Silas on Linux is a YouTube channel and a Twitter account that showcases Linux apps and games. The person behind them is Silas Plus Plus, which it took from my Twitter display name, a Linux enthusiast and programmer. He likes Sonic games and music. I thought it was interesting. Yes, I do like Sonic games. I don't specifically like music. I enjoy listening to some songs, but I I can't name you any bands. I'm not a fan of any like particular band or something. I don't care. I'll listen to I I hear something on the radio and then I scan it with Soundhound and add it to my fucking list. It's what if I have a one singular playlist mm-hmm. that I add songs to that I like. I barely listen to it. I like podcasts way more. I will also um, say it does not bring up the publicly available knowledge of just how much you would like to F Fox McCloud. So like, but all of that is mentioned in audio stuff. So it may only be pullings from specifically text-based sources and us isn't able to engage with audio visual video yet. Maybe, but I it think is well is... known between the podcast and your stuff as well. Just Let's just continue with this. I'm not done with this point. Because then I asked mm-hmm. it, why do you think he likes music? Didn't get that. I meant... Well, let's just read what it said. It said, I don't know why he likes music. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe he finds it enjoyable or relaxing. Music is a form of art that expresses emotions and ideas through sounds and rhythms. Do you like music? And then again, I replied with, I think you misunderstood me. Can you clarify what makes you think he likes music? Which is how I meant it. And then it said, I think he likes music because he tweeted about his favorite water level theme songs from Sonic games. He also has a playlist of music videos on his channel. That's incorrect. That is incorrect. But the thing I tweeted about my favorite water level theme songs, that is correct. That happened like three days ago or something. I just did a stream of tweets. I was like, oh, yeah, yeah, fucking Sonic River Blast 2, the best water song and whatever, these other games as well. So naturally, I took a screenshot and I posted it to Twitter and I I typed in Bing reads tweets. It read my tweets. That was I thought that was surprising because it absolutely did. I also then asked, do you think you can write two or three tweets in his style? Right, so like me, and it said, "Well, actually, that's a new thread. They they have a new limit. You can only ask it like five things, and then it shuts itself off because people fuck with it because it gets dumber and dumber the longer you talk to it in one sitting." So the full message that I wrote was, "Hey, good day to you. I like this Twitter account called Silas on Linux. Do you think you can write two or more tweets in his style?" And then it did searching Silas on Linux Twitter, Silas on Linux Twitter profile, generating answers for you. You can kind of see it working and thinking what it's supposed to look for. That's interesting to watch. Then I replied, hi, this is Bing. Weird way to start it, I think. I mean, that's Mm -hmm. fair, but okay. It said, I'm glad you like Silas on Linux's Twitter account. He is a podcaster and video maker who tweets about Linux, C++, and other tech topics. That is correct. 
He also has a Twitter Blue subscription and likes to comment on the new Twitter rules. That's also <laughs> correct. Here are some tweets I generated in his style. And this is where I think it gets actually really interesting. First tweet of three is, just finished recording a new episode of my podcast with Ad Linus Tech Tips. We talked about why mm. Linux is superior to Windows, how to optimize C++ code for Arduino, and our favorite Linux distros. Stay tuned for the release date. Uh, I'm mad that it didn't get me right. I'm we, mad about that. I have not talked to Linus Tech Tips in my life. I, I like him. I watch his videos. I think I would do a podcast with him. I don't know. It's not I have a no sort idea passion who that gaming. is. So. Yeah, it's the biggest passion project would be. YouTuber that is. There is. He has a company with like actually a hundred people in it now. Ah, okay. Like Literally I'm, I'm, really I'm, I'm very mad about that mess up. Oh boy. Like uh, it's not even somebody close to me. You know, it was like, oh, another very VTuber, but okay. yeah. But, but at no, least no, it's, it's it's the biggest tech person it, that is yeah. also a YouTube slash podcaster. It's like, yeah. come on, you're not even the right ballpark. I mean, it is also some somebody in tech. It got it wrong. I don't think. I don't know if Linus would talk about why Linux is superior to Windows. Maybe we could have like a debate: him being for Windows, me being for 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 Linux. Maybe okay. I don't know where it got that from. But sure, that's something I could tweet like that. I do these kind of like, oh, we talked about this, this, and this. Check it out when it comes out. Yeah. The second tweet, which is where I think it gets slightly weird because it's kind of true, but not fully. It is definitely still my style, I think. The second tweet is, I'm so glad I have Twitter blue. I can edit my tweets, get boosted visibility, and enjoy unlimited tweeting. It's totally worth it for someone like me who loves to share my thoughts on tech. If, oh. you, if you don't have it yet, you are missing out. Uh. I don't think you're missing out if you have Twitter Blue. No, don't have Twitter Blue. Twitter Blue sucks, but I still like having it. It's fine if you, don't, if you want to get it, but you're not missing out if you don't have it. That's, that's yeah. bullshit. I would not say that. I like that I can. Edit the only the thing tweets. you're missing out on is a less secure way of two factor authentication. Essentially, yeah. Oh, Jesus. And also, and for yeah, those unaware, it's like they're doing away with SMS messaging for the average person. But if you still pay, still pay for Twitter Blue, for some reason you get access to it, even though he said like the reason they're getting away with it, Elon Musk, is because it's less secure. So it's like, what what's the deal here then? I did, what I, if you get a new house, but because it's $10 million, there are no keys and locks? Yeah. Cool, yeah. right? That's amazing. No, like, in that scenario... Oh, the key be... is, like, made of, like, there's a 3D printer right next to the door. <laughs> but that's where you pull the keys from. Now, one is just, like, your standard house, which has these nice, slim, hard-to-pick locks in it, you know? With your, your standard modern keys and then you're paying oh, what's yeah. it, like 10 million for an old manor that has these super massive ones that by the modern day equivalent all you need is like just a bit of metal that's bent the right way to slot in and just turn it 360 degrees to unlock the door <laughs> like you the know? keys that you have in your cellar or something yeah yep nice it's not even like real old-fashioned oh, ones. The the old, old ones are ones. still like difficult like not as secure but like they're still like 
design and modern standards, you know? These are the like ancient, easy to pick locks. Like, My cellar door is amazing. You can just push on it when it's locked and then it opens. <laughs> yeah. That's fine. I just have drinks in there. No, but we're not done with this yet. There's still one tweet remaining. And also, yeah, I can edit the tweets. I do really like that because fuck typing on a mobile keyboard on a phone. I hate that. Get boosted visibility. That's the main reason I got it. So it's easier to promote the podcast eventually and the YouTube. I I don't want to give him money, but like, do I think I may have to do it myself at some point. I, I don't only want got to. The, the but... monthly thing for like eight mm-hmm. euro. Maybe I'll upgrade it to like the the one year long thing because that's just like eighty euros. That's not a lot of money. If I and really also like it's like it. cheaper, but. Yeah, it is cheaper, but I wanted to try it out at first. I'm not going to give him you know, a year's worth of money if it sucks. And it kind of does because you can't edit every tweet. If it has an image in it or if it's a reply to someone else, I can't edit it now anymore. Can't do it. That sucks. Again, That's dumb. The main reason for this is literally just like, oh, yeah, you'll get boosted over everybody else, which is like, that's not even implemented yet. I don't think he's actually going to do that. He said that for like half a year, it feels like it. Well, no, no, I am like seeing it when just scrolling in the random timeline, you know, the for you section or like in replies, I am seeing like, you know, verified ones pop up above other ones. Maybe, you know? Well, maybe I've not seen more engagement on my tweets. The one good thing I like is the view counts on tweets, though. That means I don't have to go into... Twitter analytics anymore to see those. That's nice. Also that is because true. Twitter analytics are fucking broken now and they show that I've not tweeted a single time. Which, by the way, I don't think we said this yet. We said it when I stopped using Twitter. That was a, I made a big deal of that. Let open my phone and click on the little... I have to put the code again. On the little widget. I've used my phone for five hours. And, okay, only 35 minutes was Twitter today. Right. But yesterday it was two hours fifty. <laughs> before the day before yesterday was an hour seventeen, and then before that was an hour thirty nine. So I've gone back to Twitter because I, I tried to stay away from it very much. That worked well, and then I used Reddit, and I was a lot happier. Now I've gone back to Twitter. I'm more angry and pissed off, but I really like it for some reason. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Follow me at Silas on Linux. Please do it. I, I swear I'm not going to get over 600 followers. I will never do it. I've, I've got to 600 followers and I've gone down again and up again for like five years now. It doesn't matter. That's fine. The last tweet that it wrote was, I just got a new Raspberry Pi 4, which is a little mini computer for tinkering around with it. And I'm super excited to try it out. I'm thinking of installing Arch Linux on it and using it as a media server. Anyone have any tips or suggestions for me? I would not. I would never install Arch Linux as a permanent thing. I don't like Arch. I don't care for it. I make fun of it constantly. I'm Tumbleweed Gang. Fuck off. How dare you even say this about me, Bing? How dare you? (laughs) Arch is fine. I just don't care for it. I don't like it. I'm going to stick with things that are not Arch, probably. 
I mean, maybe I would use Endeavor OS. I'm not sure. Don't say that to Bing, though. Don't say that to anyone because then they'll call me a hypocrite, which is probably true. Da, 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 da. And then the crazy thing is, mm-hmm. it has footnotes. It has footnotes to six links of Twitter.com where it shows where it got the inspiration from. So it's like a link to, I only took a screenshot of this. I didn't actually copy the links, but it's like a link to, oh, I have a Raspberry Pi or something. One of the, of them is a link to where I tweeted that I got Twitter blue because of boosted visibility and edi- editing the tweets. I'm like, that is crazy. It read my tweets. It was like, oh, I think I'll pick these six things and use them as inspiration for my own three tweets and just make my own shit up based on these things. I think that's really smart. That's really good. Yeah. And then some funny things happen. It's Sometimes it's pretty creepy, depending what it says. It has this thing where, oh, where is it? Where it says like, oh, Sydney is watching this conversation and watching out that nothing bad happens or something like that, that it randomly throws in in a conversation every once in a while. And I, I thought that was weird. So at one point I just asked, who is Sydney? And it was just like, oh, we'll have to end the conversation now. <laughs> uh, I was like, what? No. Also, as a joke, I typed in... Uh, Mixer streaming platform is not working. Why? And then it came up with IC. Mixer is a video streaming platform that was discontinued by Microsoft. If you are trying to watch a stream on Mixer, you might encounter some issues. Here are some possible solutions to <laughs> fix your problem. Check the Mixer service health dashboard to make sure the Mixer servers are up. And all these other things that you are supposed to do, like health checks to see if your stream is working fine. And like ways to troubleshoot it. And I'm like, okay, is this actually trolling me? Because it just said Mixer is a discontinued video platform. Well, I don't think it realizes (laughs) that. I think it is just like, doesn't understand, like, it will say it, but doesn't understand that means like, oh yeah, it's mute to really go into how to fix things because it's just not working. But thankfully, thankfully, because it's a chat thing, you can just ask it. I asked, if it is discontinued, why did you list all those troubleshooting steps? Mm-hmm. The website doesn't exist anymore. And it said, I'm sorry for the confusion. I listed those steps because they were suggested by some web sources that might be outdated. The website yeah, might not sense. exist anymore, but some people might still have access to the Mixer app or archived videos. Uh-oh. If you're looking for a different video streaming platform, you can try Twitch, YouTube gaming, or Facebook gaming. YouTube gaming doesn't exist. It's called YouTube streaming. YouTube gaming was a separate I'm... app. Well, let's see what other screenshots I have. Other screenshots I have. Have other interesting ones? Have I got other interesting ones? Another thing, you can just skip this if this is boring to you, right? You the chapter markers if you are on a modern podcast app. I typed in Silas on Linux last YouTube upload. And then it got Cyrus on Linux is a YouTube channel that talks about operating systems and software. The latest upload on his channel is the Fiends Cauldron Game Essence, a video about, about a feature in Kid Icarus Uprising game. Do you want to watch it? And then I replied, that does not sound like a video about operating systems. <laughs> and Big replied, yeah, right. 
It seems that as a Linux makes videos about other topics, such as games and movies. Maybe you'll find a video that is more that interests you more on his channel. What kind of operating systems are you interested in? And again, I replied, no. He makes videos about operating systems, software and hardware, but not games. The video you linked isn't even from Silasad Linux. And then it realized maybe it fucked up. Maybe it fucked up and it started searching for Silasad Linux YouTube videos. And then it realized and typed in, I apologize for my mistake. It seems I confused Silasad Linux with another channel. Silasad Linux does make videos about operating systems, software, and hardware. The latest uploads on this channel is the nicest and simplest video trimmer for Linux video trimmer showcase. A video about a video editing application for Linux. That's also not correct. So I typed in, that is the correct channel, yes, but the newest video is actually gaming music peaked in the 80s about how music works on the Amiga. And then again, it realized it fucked up and searched for Silicon Linux gaming music peaked in the 80s. And then it said, you're right again. I apologize for my second mistake. It seems that my information was outdated. Silicon Linux uploaded a video titled Gaming Music Peaked in the 80s on the 9th of September 2022. It was about how music works on the Amiga platform of computers. So it realized eventually, but I had to literally like point it to what is the newest one. Which I don't think is optimal, but it's actually really interesting to see it screw up, but then kind of be taught a lesson. I'll try this again. This, uh, this same, I, don't, I guess, query of things. I don't know. Say that. At some point, maybe tomorrow, maybe later. I'll see what it says about that, if it's learned or if it just acted like it did. But it is interesting to see it pass through what you wrote, and then you can see search for separate separate things. I think the main problem here is it's still using Bing. So yeah, it's AI and really smart or machine learning and really smart, but if if <laughs> if you're really smart but you ask an idiot for advice, it's not gonna end well. But that's basically, that's what I wanted to talk about for this. I could go on for a lot longer. We could do like a whole special episode just fucking around with Bing. But I don't think we're going to do that. Though. Anywho, let's get into the actual topics, shall we? Cool. Real topics. Are we a real news show now? No. Well, we only have two this week, so... You can probably figure um, out from there. Me in the future as well. Maybe. Well, excuse me, Mr. Four rambling topics that go on for quite well, a yeah, while. Well, yeah, that's why I took two in. That's why I put two in. You did four. <laughs> well, I mean, two big topics. That's why. So okay. I can riff more. Or you just have more self-restraint. Oh, wait, before, one more thing. There, I wanted to mention this earlier. I recently bought a, a drawing tablet, graphics tablet, so I wanted to get some practice in with that. If anyone ha at home has any good, like, uh, you know, tutorials for drawing, like characters in general, or 30 characters, or just, you know, what's the phrase for, like, outfits and stuff, design of that? Ooh. 
Uh, let me look at this real quick. Concept art. There we are. Character design. If you got any good tutorials for that that you want to recommend, or just like asset resources like brushes in Photoshop, feel send that my way via the email or just like throw it at me on Twitter or in the Discord. Thank you very much. Literally holding the pen right there. It's super neat. It's like not the pen itself is not directly uh, powered, but when I hold it near the tablet, it interacts with it. It can like track the movements from a distance and when I touch it, it clicks on things. It's very fun. And now, that's it. Topic number one, Cyrus. Well, topic number one. Heater offers UK residents free hot water in exchange for cooling at servers. A very interesting concept, I think. Okay. Let's see what this is about. Ready to take liquid cooling to the next level, but on someone else's hardware and get free hot water in the process? Networking company Heater, I think is how you say it, is currently offering UK residents free hot water for a year if they sign up to be part of the brand's trial rollout of its service. Mm-hmm. There is a catch, of course. Okay. Oh, there's more than one. You'll have to allow Heater to install one of its water heating server units in your home. The unit does not replace your existing heating unit. It works alongside it providing some, but not all, of your hot water needs. According to the company, Mm. the unit will provide a useful baseload of hot water and can provide up to 4.8 kilowatt hours of hot water per day, though the exact amount will depend on usage as well as as other factors. Heat is obligated to provide a minimum of 2.5 kilowatt hours per day. Heater estimates hmm. it host, its hosts will save up to £200 per year, based on average household water use. The unit will need both electricity and broadband to run. The heater will take care of the electricity via reimbursement. The electricity used to run the unit will be metered, visible to the host, and Heater will credit the host for the electricity used at 10% above market rate. Heater is not the only company trying to find ways to repurpose server heat. Microsoft's new data center in Finland reported that it would be directing its wastewater waste heat to warm homes to a local re- of local residents, covering approximately 40% of heating needs for 250,000 people. And a data center in Hokkaido, Japan, last year was reportedly using heat- heated wastewater in an eel farm. Ah, we covered that. That's true, we did. I think this is a really cool idea, and I don't know why. If I was in the UK, you can bet your ass I would absolutely sign up for this immediately. Well, like, how big is this server going to be? Because it's going to take up space in order to provide that amount of heat, correct? let's look at the... The specs for it. There's on an to- image. It's not actually very big. I will say, like, one of the limits of this is, like, unless you are going to design an entire building around both being a server farm and thus residential area as well, to thus, you know, provide the heat to everybody, which would be neat. It would he- certainly help things a lot to do it that way. But, like, it unless looks- you're going to... 
if you're gonna unless you're gonna change like complete architectural design to accommodate that, or you're like on a spaceship or something, or you have to min max absolutely everything. It's just not that practical in the great sense, because like you're gonna have so many sc- servers scattered across so many places, and then on t- top of that, it's like reimbursement for the electricity that is being burned at the place, as opposed to ha- it having its own independent metered connection that the company is just in charge of paying for. You know. So I can't see how wide it is. I think. It is 110 millimeters wide and 401 millimeters tall, and it looks like kind of like a suitcase, like a thin laptop kind of suitcase size. Mm. So, yeah, it's actually rather small, I think. I don't know. Like, if the US was going to design what's it like, you know, some public housing accommodation that was also serve as a dual purpose of like, you know, government owned, publicly accessible servers, you know, as a baseline competitor for a lot of these server things, which I don't think there is any country that currently has that, you know, as a, you know, that is a public resource, you know, for people to serve as a baseline competitor against all these companies that do it. That would be nice. But like, again, and that's the, government is going to step in and design like mix of residential slash server farms in order to get this actually very practical as a heating resource it's like okay what are we actually going to do here you know oh my god it's a company that wants to place servers in more locations so they can have more latency and stuff and more more areas That's I not guess. bad, and I think this is a smart move, putting it into people's homes and then paying them for the electricity and giving them free hot water. I, I think this would probably be better if the people could would actually get paid for it. That's kind of like how many crypto projects work. I mean, there's things like this in the crypto world where you can lend your PC to do work, like transactions of the cryptocurrency or like maths and other things to get the money, if they I could guess. do this without crypto things, or maybe with crypto, whatever they want to do, but actually pay people for having a little suitcase thing in the in the basement, I think that would be a theoretically not a bad idea, at least to my yeah. knowledge, it's new. I guess, in my from my standpoint, it would be better as just like a, just the kind of internet, like a essential resource for people a p- essential public resource that the government does has to ensure everybody has reasonable access to and have them be responsible well for like maintaining yes. servers like this in remote so not servers like this i agree with having internet access but this is just a company providing a service to someone else that's not the internet they do other things not no. everybody has a right to run Millions of AI calculations per second. Well, is that what they're going to be doing on on this, on a server the size of a suitcase? Yes, that's for cloud computing, so you can rent their network. They say, what kind of workloads can heater network run? High volume, repetitive data jobs that don't require real-time processing, such as computational finance, risk analysis, higher education research, and supercomputing. Oh, medical research and data processing and climate modeling as well. So this is all things that the government should not provide to people very much. 
maybe like a university or something, maybe, but not everybody needs a climate modeling system to have access to. Well, no, I'm not saying like one and every home that's government mandated. I thought you said this was what's it to help provide broader coverage to people. So for the company, yes, more coverage for this company. What does it need coverage for, though? Just to have more locations. It's better to have your network in many areas than have one data center that can lose power and burn down and then you lose everything. And also, just Mm. latency. They say not made for real-time processing, so you're not going to use this to run your shadow PC on it or whatever something. But still being nearer to it and being spread out over a whole country is not a bad thing in that case like i would still be on the side of like you were saying with like universities and just having genocide state back form of this influence that you know is like cheaply accessible for people into these things instead of always having to rely upon what's it private corporations provide such services but still yeah in the future, they want to make it so they have like 4G or 5G connectivity in it, or they might also put dedicated fiber internet lines to people Okay. to use that for the server instead of you having to use your own internet to give it to the server. That's what you currently would have to do because they're what? just testing it. Oh, that's so dumb. Like even even that instance, it should be like, okay, we're gonna have a separate broadband account coming to this address Maybe. specifically for the server. It should not be piggybacking off of yours. But That's the so things dumb. that they use it for is not high demand stuff. I know, but not, like when the data is done, that's not co- that's not big data. I know, but fun- fundamentally, it should be something that is a burden to the company, not to the person housing it. You know. Like, that yes, should not be they... eating out of the total data they yeah. should allow. Because even if, like, financial, what's it, reimbursement, unlimited air quotes has an upper cap. And even if, like, the this is only a lot sm- a lot smaller, even if it helps contribute towards it, it's kind of, like, unacceptable for me. If they don't need particularly strong Wi-Fi, they should just get the cheapest possible thing they can either pay somebody else to do or set one up themselves not be picking back off the residential's own to their detriment. Well, I would still absolutely sign up for this. I, I get you. You're, like, very interested in all this, and it does sound neat. But topic number two. Uh, multiverses, daily peak stream players counts has dropped more than 99% since launch. <laughs> Any response to that title? Silas? Mm, okay. I don't know. I've never played it. I know, but like for a live service to lose 99% of its players, like no response to that title at all. It seems kind of typical to me, actually. Yeah, yeah. Get into that after we read Not the article. Special. Oh, okay. The game enjoyed an extremely successful launch with a peak of more than. 1,143,000 players <laughs> on Steam on day one, raising up to 153,434 the following day. And that's only on Steam, the most easily trackable. It was also on like the Switch, the PS, PS systems, the PlayStation systems, other what's the storefronts <laughs> as well. So yeah, 
very successful launch, Rose, uh, stated that over 20 million players had already downloaded and played the game, suggesting a strong player base on which to build. Since then, however, the daily peak player count has steadily has been steadily dropping to the extent that this week it dipped below 1,000 for the first 1,000 players for the first time on Steam. Oh, according to Steam DB, hitting a peak of 986 on Monday. This marks a drop in daily peak players count of 99.3574% in less than seven months. Oh my god, it, is that old? Okay. It is. I, was, I thought it was a lot more recent than that. Anyhow, part no. of the reason for the drop in players may be the, a tepid response to the game's Season 2 content, which players, have, which players have been regularly complaining about on social media. The game's first season saw a release of five new characters, Morty, Gizmo, Stripe, and Black Adam, over the course of around two months between late August and late October. However, since Season 2 started on November 15th, just one character, Marvin the Martian, has been released, and that was nearly three months ago. Season 3 was supposed to start yesterday, but developers, but developer, PlayFS Games, delayed it to March 31st. Oh, boy. <laughs> What giving a great the name that is for a company. Oh <laughs> yeah, our first game. Cool. Given the reason that it wanted to give players more time to complete the season two battle pass, I don't think they care. This was met with widespread condemnation by players who had hoped the arrival of season three would try to bring some <laughs> new faces to the game. <laughs> Criticism also. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the reason why it's not released is. Oh, maybe someone yeah. hasn't gotten the things they wanted. Oh my oh god. Oh my god. Okay. It's really bad. Criticism has been leveled at the game's monetization system, which locks off many of its character skins to premium currency, with some costing up to the equivalent of $15 per skin. And at this point, I did just leave it off instead of copying the entirety of the article, because I would like to riff about this. Yeah. Yeah, I would like to riff about this, because this is one of the things that infuriates me the most about live services. Outside of, like, you could say, well, the realistic longevity and, like, player base of them, if everyone is making a live service, and you have to have enough player bases for that, how many people would have to be jumping between how many games? Very reasonable criticism. But also, the whole point is, like, oh, we're going to release this for free, and it's going to make money off of microtransactions. That is... $15 for one skin. I could understand like a buck or two for your your decent skin, anything more special than that, or what's it, you know, like special events or charity things like that. Costing like three to four, maybe five for like a really good epic skin. Yeah, like not just like, oh, it's like the orange shaking. I mean like actual, like you would describe the skin as epic. There's been so much love and detail put into this. Like, but everything, everything charges so much for one singular skin to the point that so few people actually even buy it. They and probably I think would that's make. True. But it is. It like Depends really on is. The game. Well, no, I like Knockout City. I think that's also a, dying off as well. Which was a well, which yeah, was gets a paid into game first. From EA published, and then they republished it themselves as a free-to-play thing. I bought the paid version. Mm-hmm. What was it like, nineteen ninety-nine? I think or twenty-nine. I think nineteen ninety-nine when it came out. Mm-hmm. 
I really like it. I haven't played it nearly as much as I should because online games, multiplayer games really stress me out a lot nowadays. Uh, and I don't want to do that after a long, stressful, hard day of work. I don't need to go do more work. Yeah, I will get say, angry at like people being shit. I did play it myself for a bit as well. Like, if you want to hit me up at some time, I'll see if I can re-download the free-to-play version. I really can... like it. I... Yeah, so, so did I. Like, I will they say, don't like, have fifteen dollars skins, and that's why it's being shut down. No, it's not, it's being shut down because it doesn't have enough of a player base. That well, is entirely that's true. You can, Again. you can start it up and it finds a match immediately every single time. It has, well... Well, I consider mean, how, how long it has, does it take to do a match. That's what I'm saying. It has around 500 players, active players. That's probably not sustainable, but yeah. Yeah, compared um, to the stuff. That's what I mean. Sadly. I don't know why that is, because it's an absolutely I, brilliant game. It's really it, fun. Oh my god, it really is. It but just, the like, thing is... The so many thing things... Is, Silas, I'm, I'm trying to get a point here. What I'm saying is, like, so many of them, like, even the massive platform ones, like, they're so greedy. It's a baffling that what's it, uh, somehow Activism Blizzard has been the exemplar of how to do the, this scummy practice decently. Because at least then you could earn, like, an in-game currency to get a loot box or a chance of the skin. Whereas, like, so many other ones. I've been playing Paladins recently. I've given What's It that Project Playtime thing a go. So many have moved on to the Battle Pass system where you have to pay to get the chance of getting something and then either pay to What's It Fast Track it or, you know, <laughs> grind a ton of time. And, like, one of the skins they had there for Valentine's Day, which looked very nice, cost, like, $19. Like... That's just prohibitively expensive for a lot of people oh who are God. not going to jump in on that. If it was like a buck or two, I would I would spend money on these things, but I just can't justify the price of these skins. You know? It's the same case with what's it in the Sequoia Paladins. Like, they have skins that you can either directly buy or what's it get in loot boxes, both of which cost the same currency. Their, their model's a bit more muddled and not as effective. I do appreciate being able to buy it directly, but like if I could buy loot boxes with the coins and then choose to buy what's the skin directly with the thing, that's one thing. Can't do that, but anywho. You, you can only buy loot boxes with the same currency you could use to get the skins. Some are locked exclusively, but it's real dumb. Anywho. Like, some of those skins are probably costing like 800 coins for the really good ones, and it's like what's it, or crystals, whatever. And that's going to cost me at least like 10 bucks or something to just fast track getting that amount. There's no way to earn that in game. You know? So many of these things are just too greedy for their own good, on top of the like legitimate issues of like infinite player bases for like infinite live services that just doesn't exist. People only have so much time, are likely to go to ones that have only managed to be successful and they have friends to engage with or. There's just big enough player base to support getting into a match quickly. Like with Paladins, I remember the matches being very quick in Knockout City, whereas Paladins, that can take a while, but I still get in very yeah, quick every yeah. time, which means there's constantly enough play players in there for that to happen. Whereas, like with 500 people as a peak average for like just Steam users on what's it, Knockout that's, City. Uh, that's when, not the Steam number. The Steam number is like 200 or something. Oh, 130. God. 
How'd you get 500 then? Is that like what they've announced? That is what is being speculated as the total for but consoles yeah. and PC. We don't have a oh, console, but uh, that that's not good. But yeah, like, again, the matches there take like at most five minutes, at yeah. absolute most, if it's they're not a, on a, t- a strict timer. Like, like you can get in out very quickly, which means like on a what's it smaller player pool, there's gonna be like a shorter wait times because people are getting in a ma- match in and out of matches a lot quicker. But like this player pool is just not there. Like there's so many live services going defunct as of late, ones that have been straight up canceled or what's it just put out to, to dead to die or will die very shortly. Like what's it Marvel's Avengers like. Again, who needed that to be a live service? And of course it couldn't have been. So many squaring like games have been ruined by live services. Again, like there's just not enough people to play infinite live services, especially if some do stick and become very popular and people want to go to that more and more likely, which means things like Knockout City will sadly I do believe that is a good game. There's others which like, okay, die already. But yeah, some will they just will not have the players to sustain or justify the cost. And on top of that, what's it? Let me look this up right now. Do cut this out to the thing city. Let's see. I assume that's like wall shop. Scrolling down to see play icons. So many different parts that are like customizable and like 400. The like, crew vehicles are the more expensive ones, are going to cost you 12,000, 12,000. MVP pose, 1,000. Defeat, victory. Da da. Taunt is 1,000 again. Ultimate hologram, glider, all that stuff. We're looking at like 800 to 12,000 for the high end, more desired stuff. And see, do 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 five hundred hollow bucks. Yeah, again. Okay, so it's pretty much one hundred is one euro. That's eight bucks for a pair of gloves. Eight bucks for a pair of gloves. Twelve for a virtual vehicle or just a a pose at the end of your match. Again, the name is microtransaction. If it was just like, okay, here's five bucks you get to play with like 10,000, well, no, what it is, like 10,000, 12,000 of a virtual currency that could buy you a ton of neat stuff, that would be sustainable as like a profitable venture. But again, eight bucks for just a pair of gloves or what's it, a glider, it's like way too much. All of them are just way too greedy for their own good to actually be sustainable as live services, even outside of the player base issue. It's insane, because, like, the bigger ones don't survive by the majority of people buying things. They survive by being big enough that they statistically are more likely to attract whales who do buy a ton of stuff. It's just the entire the entire economy of all of these games are so fundamentally fucked and exploitative that there's no way they can like ethically survive. They either don't get enough people in there to have like enough whales to spend a ton of money in the game, or if they do, 
they're abusing people by taking so much money from people who don't have the self-control to not buy these things. You know, people with like neurodivergency disabilities or just like gambling addictions, uh, paying for loot boxes or just impulse buying cosmetic skins. It's horrible. The entire state of it right now. So, any thoughts, Silas? We have gone on for really long. I don't play many games with microtransactions, really. Or at least not this kind of ones. But you did say you played Dark Outside. That's the I, the one I was directly pulling down yeah. this one. Yeah. It is, is, I can assure you, quite typical nowadays. I quickly want to mention what I think is the most ethical thing about all of these things that we mentioned already, coming back to Knockout City. So they're shutting the game down, but they've decided because they really love the game that they're going to do one last big season. Mm-hmm. For that big season, they've, they, I don't know if it's out yet already or if it's starting. I think it's starting next month. I'm not sure. Again, I haven't okay. played it for like a week because I fucking work and I'm exhausted after this shit. Like I said. Yeah. So few people have the time. Um, they will turn off the ability to put money in when that update drops. I don't know if you can use it still. Maybe. I'm not sure. But also, well, that means you just can't put more money in when the game is few months away of cutting that off, of being cut off. February 28th. That's when season nine will begin. Okay. And the other thing that they're doing is they've said they will release a special Windows version so you can still host servers for it and play the game after the official servers are shut down. And that version will have all the cosmetics and everything just unlocked for everybody. Oh, that's, that is nice. I, that is that a class is thing. I, absolutely awesome. And I think that's I, I have see, to respect that. That I think we can see that this company is basically like a almost like a startup thing. Like they've made the Mario Kart Live game, then they made mm. Knockout City, and now they made a Hot Wheels Mario Kart Live type of game, which that's is it. coming out at some point soon. The Mario Kart, the real life one, where you can play through your living room and stuff. That's like, what they made. If I may say again, like 15 bucks or 19 bucks or whatever it is, is way too much for just a singular skin. I, I only spent what's it require? Eight bucks on Paladins for like a discounted collector's pass that got me a ton of heroes and a few unique skins along that. That's the the vague amount I'm willing to spend on things after the fact, you know, just considering brand new, I don't want to be willing to pay like four or five bucks for like either a fantastic skin or like for games like Paladins, a new hero to fight fight and play as. But just for like so many skins on the whole, I get they charge just a buck or just two and sold skins at that price to the entirety of the player base, and it had like decent adoption because it was so affordable, then yeah, they'd be in a lot better situation. But they're so greedy, they just charge so much, even Knockout City, for like not even full skins, parts of skins in that game. People don't have the money, and on top of that, people don't have the time for all of these, these games, all of these live services. The one thing that I 
don't think is an answered question yet is mm-hmm. how they're going to release that new server software and new game version. Uh, I mm. commented under the tweet where they announced it if it's going to be open source because that would mean that the players, the remaining community or anyone could look at the code and keep the code working and expand the code and make it work on other platforms as well. That would instead, be nice. Instead of just whatever they... That's probably... They're probably going to re- release it for like Windows 10 or something. And sure, you can make things work and change things. Yeah. Without what? the source code, but it's a lot easier when you, when you can see how the game works and when you're allowed to change it. Yeah, being actually, if you're like a skilled graphical artist, being able to make your own skins for the thing. It's like really sad. I played it. I Maybe I should do a stream of it before it's gone for good. It's like, it is a really good game. There's just not enough time for all of these. Yeah. Like, what's gonna, it? I got like, I barely have enough time together. for paladins and stuff you know like yeah if you want to i can definitely do like a stream a thursday stream with you on and we can be on the same team that would be a lot of fun i don't even know how to to... honestly i bought it and i played it a lot and then things changed for school things and then i started a job and i didn't play it for quite a while and i didn't play it as much as i thought i did i've only played it for like eight or nine hours or something but, but just like, the, the fact that I remember having played that for such a long time in my the thing mind, is, that like, shows how much I liked it, I think. It's really good. It's really solid. And it's a unique gameplay mechanic of just like implementing over-the-top, super-powered dodgeball. It's very interesting. Yes. Like, compared, very sad, though. Th- this sad. one actually does make me sad compared to all the... What's it really it, um, does. Avengers and all those other like EA, oh, like shooters, shitty soulless fuck games. Yeah, yeah, like things like that. Or I probably will be a bit sad when Vampire the Masquerade, Blood Hunt, or whatever it was, because that was a bit fun. Yeah, that was interesting. Had a unique location. Had people playing as vampires. That was decent. Probably gonna go the same way at some point. Like this one, I thought like if any of them would be. I guess the problem is it started off as a paid only game. Without enough adoption. That's not bad, though. It shouldn't be bad. But gamers suck. Well, not all games. What I'm saying is, like, not enough people were willing to take a chance on this. It would have been better if it had launched free to play from the very get-go and had a larger mass adoption. Because then you have, like, oh, big waves, but paywalls, so not everybody's going to jump onto it. And then it's, like, free to play once the tide has kind of settled a little, you know? You had a big flood of players at the very start that would be interested in it. Gatekeeped by a paywall, and it's like not as many people interested once it goes free to play, you know? I don't like that mentality that paying for something is bad there, which is I'm ma- not, what I'm many not, people have. I'm not saying that. I'm not saying that. It's just for like certain but game that's types. What gamers are. I'm not saying it's bad. Like I, I love single player and solo player games, you know? You obviously have to pay for those. It's just like for like a multiplayer game, which does have like a limited shelf life, you know, sometimes the free-to-play model from the very get-go is just the best thing, because then it's like you can always have a new influx of players, because there's no price paywall from that. It took me a year in order to finally get a cheap enough second-hand copy of Overwatch. I just I'd feel bad. I I remember this game so fondly. It was very good. I just kind of ran out of time for for it with streaming and doing other stuff. Yeah. 
One it's thing a real shame. that I think is funny, though, I think that's going to be edited out. One thing that I got out of this, I played Knockout City on stream because I remembered the game existed and I tried it on Linux and it worked. And then Yasukuda said, well, I said, A, it's free to play now and everybody should just like get it and try it out at least. And Yasukuda said, no, it doesn't look that fun. The day after that, they announced they're shutting the game down. And if until I die, I will I'll be like, Yasukura is at fault for this. They've listened to you. They're, they've shut <laughs> it down because of you. That's it. You've ruined my life because of this. It's my favorite online game next to Ninjala, which sucks because no one played it. They've turned it off because of him. Yeah. I think that's What's funny. It? No, Ninjala was free to play, though, if I remember correctly. Yes. I, again, like... It always was, yeah, but nobody it should really be a, plays it. Yeah, anymore. it should be a problem for what's it things to... And nobody played it before either. I think yeah, no one was in, interested. It looked the, too similar to Splatoon yeah, without, like, an interesting mistake. unique hook. You know, it needed its own mistake. unique art style. Without that, it was like, okay, is this just, like, it's Splatoon, but, like, melee-focused and no it's, inklings? really good gameplay if you get into it and how it, understand how it works it's really fun but I the problem that, i think but... is i think the problem is mm-hmm. well first of all the fucking parrying attacks when you Ooh. when two people press the same button you get this little rock paper scissors type thing where it's essentially just random if you win or lose because you don't know oh. what the other person is gonna press so you don't know what you're gonna press so you just kind of sometimes learn oh the other person is always going to press down so I'll press up then I'll maybe win that's Mm. bullshit that they need to like revise that but they're not going to do that and the second thing is I don't know why but they are so focused on keeping this an exclusive for the Nintendo Switch why oh yeah that's the other thing that is so that is the other thing like one one of the reasons I say free to play is very good. It's also in com- in combination with crossplay, because then it's like the Switch, the PlayStation, Xboxes, Steam, Epic Games, so all of that, all of that. If you have it on all of those, everybody on all the platforms can play with one another. Thus, you have like the widest net cast to bring in as many players as possible. That is like the advantage of going free to play for like an online multiplayer game like this right out the gate. But yeah, it's it's so dumb. Like Splatoon being like a Switch only game as well. I can understand maybe some like exclusive weapons and skins and stuff, and maybe another like inkling form or something that's exclusive to the Switch. That's nice, but like not being on even just like Steam, you know, to have a wider net of players. It's like so dumb. Of course, um, you do fall into the situation where it's like uh, the matches are a lot shorter, so you're able to get it in and out a lot quicker, but still. One thing that I forgot mm-hmm. now. Okay. But yeah, closing I thoughts on myself. <laughs> I don't remember. Closing thoughts on this, it's like. Oh, I remember now. I okay, remember now. Go ahead. New category the uploaded top tip of today. If you ever feel like a shit gamer, get yourself Minecraft Bedrock Edition for PC, for Windows 10, and okay. go onto a server 
on a, onto any server, really, and you will win because you're using a mouse and keyboards playing against uh, eight-year-olds uh, using a phone and touchscreen. That's the uploaded top tip for today. Now I can do, I don't know, the outro or whatever Sod wanted to say. I was just going to wrap up this segment before we do the outro real quick. My final thoughts, once again, just like way too many live services to all for all of them to be sustainable. And for the most part, like even for them to have a chance of being sustainable, they need enough adoption of the player base buying things from them on a regular basis. But they make all the skins and stuff people could want prohibitively expensive. So no one's willing to dip in and spend a bit of money here and there. The whole point is like a microtransaction is a, a small transaction do not mind making and typically rough, will change with inflation down the line. At the time of recording that, it's like five bucks or below is like the point where I could not really mind spending a little bit here or there and not think too much about it. But one like a single single like a uh, glove knockout city is going to cost me eight bucks or a single skin in what's it multiverses 15 or 19 in project playtime i'm never gonna play spend that money i'm never gonna give it to you i give you like two bucks for a skin a lot of people give you two bucks for a skin but you'll just hold on to that one whale that would make it more profitable you know to get enough whales in which you have no control over Multi-services are inherently self-destructive. They are designed upon like infinite growth, an infinite number of players, but willing to spend an unlimited amount of money on digital goods that they would never keep once the service shuts down. It, that's kind of the main problem why they're failing. Not designing it to be sustainable for a limited player base while willing to spend a little bit every now and again. Ugh. Oh, I need to use mm-hmm. Windows again now. Oh wait, I have Shadow. I have Shadow. I can play Minecraft Bedrock on Shadow to (laughs) own the kids. No, but the thing is, Mm. I just realized this. Have you seen the Mega Man X DLC for Minecraft Bedrock Edition? No. No, I really want to play it. I really want to play it. I'm going to buy shit from the Minecraft Marketplace. There's some high-quality people doing How much is the skin going to cost? It's not a skin. It's an entire DLC thing. Okay, uh, I don't know. DLC you can't see. It is a thousand three hundred and forty mine coins. How much does mine coins cost? Look up that. I don't fucking know. Hold on, mine boy. coins. Okay, for seventeen thousand, that's like eleven bucks. Seventeen twenty-nine euro ninety-nine. So yeah, why yeah, is it such terrible. a weird thing? So it's like eight euros for thirteen something something kind of. That's not bad. What do you get for it? Let's see. Yeah, it's like for seventy thousand. It's like nine euros. I'm seeing it over here on Smith's Toys. Buy a physical code for that. For the DLC, that is covered with some leftover to spend. Like that's not bad for an entire DLC. But let's see what you get. Capcom logo. That's like an entire world and mini games and new. Characters and 2D sections and NPCs and stuff. Minecraft Marketplace on the Bedrock Edition is actually really wild. They have insane tools. It's secret, but I found this one video once showing like the stuff off. I don't know who made it, but it's like 
actual game dev level stuff. Minecraft yeah. better okay. is wild. A lot of these, I'm looking at this, are very interesting. Oh, there's some unique enemies there as well, so that's more added on to justify it. That's cool. You got new weapon types, it seems. That, that all seems oh, a bunch of skins, I imagine, as well as the characters. I don't know why DLC. people hate the Minecraft marketplace so much. I mean, well, I they get... Ha- they hate every marketplace like this, you I know? I understand that it it's not mine because... It's not Minecraft specifically. Minecraft is just the biggest game with this type of thing. Well, yeah, I guess. But also, there's, like, no moderation, basically. There's so many people who put, like, oh, Dream skin on here. Minecraft Dream fucking skin. Or they'll take ideas oh, yeah, and like- mods and shit and, like, remake those and reuse the, the names of famous mods and stuff that other people uh, make for the- free but they charge like yeah. 10 euros for it one of the things i will say Jeez. is like a popular things applicable here are also applicable to roblox so this type of marketplace where people can like put stuff yeah, up there and make money from yes again people make games did two very good videos about that go look them up to get more info about like why this is just such a bad thing and how it's like exploitative of child labor labor Anywho. But if you're an adult and you make Minecraft content or Roblox stuff, you can make money with it and maybe start your own company with that even. That's what yep. people actually do, and that is awesome. I don't see that, why people that's nice. that. Again, it's not that specifically. It's the fact that like it is very exploitative of child labor, you know? Like it's I say if you're an adult making this. I know, but like the sad truth is the sad truth is a lot of a lot of them do abuse that. Like it's good to say the if, but like it's a a broader problem on the marketplace. You can't just say, Well, I'm not talking about that. It's like if it's like fifty-five percent of them like involve some amount of child labor, it's like you're kind of like ignoring sticking your head in the sand there. And yeah, I believe we've grabbed off quite long enough. So let's get to the outro, Sally Silas. Sure. Send us communications, either via email, uploadingpod at gmail.com, or on Twitter, uploading at uploadingpod. Or the, well, I think the favorite method of me personally is a, a boostergram. Send us a boost on your code enabled fucking podcast thing. Yes. Send us a boost the message. Emails as well. What was I thinking? And be sure to follow not only the podcast, but both myself, Sod, and Silas via all of our link trees. I got all kinds of stuff. Like I said, follow me on my YouTubes and join the Discord. Follow yeah. what sits on Linux. In there, and just everyone can listen to this podcast. You better upload this to YouTube, Silas. 